Oh, hello. <laughs> um, I should say, like, you go on, you do your bit and then I'll, yeah. Are we definitely on? Um, yeah, we look like we're on. Go on, I'll bong, I'll bong. <laughs> Here we go. It's not on. Okay. <laughs> Disneyland Paris welcomes new executive. Monopoly. Wakanda forever. Competition winners were invited to leave a legacy this week. Hotel Pigeons. Hotel partnerships ended. Bong. Sad bong. <laughs> Sad bong. OBS it, updated. Bong. You, Sad bong. You know that um, uh, scene in, in Indiana Jones where he goes, it's not my fault. Oh no, that's it's in Star Wars. It's Harrison Ford. Nope. It's not my fault. It's, we have to find out, it's not my fault. It, the OBS wasn't connecting, was it? Right. Well, can, and can I tell you something? You know, we had some problems two weeks ago. Hi, by the way, I'm back. <laughs> you know, we had some problems two weeks ago with everything not quite working as it should do. Yes. Basically, what happened was the software that we used to stream, OBS, did a massive update. And the massive update then wasn't compatible with any of the plugins that it uses. So the plugins got updated. And when we went live two weeks ago, Everything was updated, but OBS wasn't working. They've since done patch after patch after patch, and it just seems to be continually not working. So I have to go back to the drawing board again this week and see if I can get things working again. But at the moment, this thing here that does all the screens... Chris stuff, holds up some equipment. ...isn't connecting to um, to the streaming software. I can still do the sounds, but I can't do any of the screen changes. I'll tell you what, OBS is two-thirds correctly named. <laughs> yes, it is, it is. Um, and hello to people who are just listening to this and none of what we're saying probably matters, but viewers understand. That's why um, we didn't have an intro. Yeah, that's why we didn't have an intro going on because uh, things, things are going weird. Oh, the, yeah. uh, and I did a lewd. It was you were, excellent. You were a little lewd. Mm. I did a little lewd. I hey there, <laughs> hi there, ho there, Disney fans, and welcome to another Disneyland Paris show. We are so glad to have you here on a Sunday night. And Chris, we are so glad to have you back on a Sunday night. We you know were what? floundering without you. I'm happy to be back, but can I also say something? Um, I'm really sorry for missing last week, and I don't know. I don't know what you said because I genuinely we said you were under the weather. Right. <laughs> I was hungover. We yeah, we were, I thought should, should we should we say that? Well, I I actually expanded a bit and said, and we we don't really want to pass anything on. So, but you can't pass on you a hangover. Have a hangover. No, the thing is, I it was my uncle's 60th birthday, and I took a trip down to London with Laura, and I hadn't drink for six weeks, and I now understand why I don't drink very often anymore. So. I probably won't drink for another six weeks at least. But because I feel guilty, I brought you a little gift. So the first <gasps> gift that I brought was... I forgot about this. I know. I know you knew about it. There you go. You can introduce it. Please do. Chris has bought me something which combines two of my favourite things, which is the... Three, fl- three of your favourite things. That's, yes, correct. Three of my favourite things. So it's a bottle of hot sauce, which is mango flavoured, and it's hot sauce. And the name of it is The Bonnie Sauce Company. And Bonnie, of course, is our daughter. Good, isn't it? So it's three of my favourite things. Luke, you need to back off the mic a bit. It's all right. I'll sort the sound off in a minute. Thanks. Thanks. Mango and, ha- and habanero. Um, I've been having so much hot sauce in the last few weeks that uh, my sweaters start to smell really weird. Oh, maybe it'll smell fruity as well now. And other things. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to cut back. <laughs> and then on top of that, I, I, I was running a tuck shop at the football today. It's been just a ridiculous couple of weeks. Um, and uh, somebody donated... A box of popping candy. So I got us all some fizz whiz just to feel like kids again. Fizz whiz. Uh, um, su- super loud fizz whiz, in fact. Speaking of super loud, um, 
Uh, fix it, Fox says Lucy's a bit. I said that. Yeah, we've, 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 that. we've started. Oh, okay. We're on it. We've Sorry, started. we're clipping a bit, but you're not now. Okay, cool. Um, that's this is. I'm going to. Can you cope with this? It's going to be too hot for you. No, no, no. I'm going to save this to put on some kind of um, frozen treat because that's what they do in Disney. They put it on top of Sundays, and it is so good on ice cream. Well, there we it, go. Like it pops inside the coolness. It's well, good. Enjoy. I, I like the packaging, the Fizzwiz packaging. I'd also like, if I can, before we get things started, just to apologise to anybody, um, but in particular, the ones that won prizes on our uh, our live stream a few weeks ago, because I haven't had the opportunity yet to send them out. I have no excuse, except that I just have not had time. It's been a busy couple of weeks on, in my eh. wing. I know. It's so fine, everything's it's already, fine. it's all packaged up. I just have to uh, weigh it, price it, and take it to the post office this week, which will probably be on Tuesday or Thursday. And I've got the mints that you can put oh, in. Fantastic. In. <laughs> but that, which... that's why I haven't sent them, because I hadn't got the mints yet. Speaking of which, though... Bob's mints. Um, do we, maybe not to the exact penny, but do we have an exact total now? September's over, because we know how much we got from Patreon and advertising, and we know how much we've got from... Um, other stuff other as well stuff. yeah so i think did Loads i say stuff did i say through through patreon and through the AdSense. advertising streams um super chats and things i think there's about another 180 pounds did i say something like that yeah and i think we've gone over 600 figure. on just giving haven't we yeah we got another donation last week as well so i think i think we're around 615 something like that so we're going to be knocking on for what seven nearly 800 quid i think Mm, that's wow. good work I'll, people I'll try and sort out well I'll, I'll get the money moved across to the to the thing and then we'll be able to actually see what the actual result is I just again haven't had time that's that for, that's for me... Dementia UK uh, from a few weeks ago if you're wondering and it mm. makes me pleased and proud that we can do such a thing Charity it was stream. so much fun and so fulfilling that I think that's going to be a yearly event isn't it well, I'd like it to be. I think it's, we didn't say at the time, but it was our birthday as well. The DLP show birthday. Anniversary, yeah. Yeah, it was our third year of doing DLP show. Um, and our third, three and a half, half? <laughs> third and a half year. Three and a half. On birthday. Third and a half year. Third and a half on birthday. Anniversary of, of doing the other show. We had birthday parties the last two years on the classic show, you see, didn't we? Mm. Around June time. We didn't do that this year because we hadn't really been doing the classic show. Yeah. So, no. yeah, we might do something again next year. Yay. I want to make it a physical thing. I don't mean like punches. Like mud wrestling like, and stuff. I, I think it'd be quite nice if we, rather than doing it in our humble little studio, we we uh, found a little place to do it and said, if you want to come along, you can do that after. But if you want to come along. You if come only along. we were members of, a, of an arts uh, group that had their own studio but theater. But we are, though, Lucy, we are. <laughs> they, they won't lend it to us, but we are. Oh, well. Um, should we see who's in the chat? Let's. Who are they? All aboard, please. In the chat today, guys, uh, first off in the chat was uh, Kravitz Cruffs. So well done to you. Respect points. I'd only actually posted the, the link about a minute before as well. That was wow. super quick. Kravitz Cruffs doesn't hang around. Daisy's <laughs> here. Let's start with this one. L. Emma. Katia, Joanne. Uh, Joanne sent us a uh, trip report, which we'll get to in the next week or two. She says it's very long. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we might, we might edit it down, but there we go. Thank you for that, Joanne. Uh, hope you enjoyed your trip. Claire's here. John, Wits Wanderlust, uh, who's uh, six days to go to Walt Disney World, and she's freaking out. I'm freaking out, man. Uh, and then we've got, uh, who is Nate? 
who I believe is also going to Disney World. That's right, isn't it? Uh, Magical by Sarah. Magical by Sarah. I've been watching some of your videos today. So, uh, in, um, enjoyed your, your general snack videos. I like a snack video. So thanks for those. <laughs> uh, Caitlin's here. We've got Jimmy and um, Scottish Claire. The Dunn family. Another Claire. We've got three Claires, all the Claires. Uh, Stephen, <laughs> Aaron, Fix It Fox. Susie's here. Susie's been pumpkin picking today. Uh, the same place we did. We missed you by a week, Susie. Uh, David, and that's everyone. I think Stephen is making the live show for the first time from Lebanon. Oh, hello, hello. Hello, Stephen. Lovely to have you. We, 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 we're going global. We're getting there, aren't we? Well, we've already kind of got <laughs> listeners in Australia and America, haven't we? And I think we've got Dutch listeners as well. So it's nice in Lebanon. That's, mm, that's mm. somewhere else to put our little pin in our map. Hi, Pauline. How exciting. Pauline's here. First time in three weeks. She's back. And she ain't Yay! taking no flack. Before we talk about drinks, can I have another disclaimer? Is that okay? <laughs> One of the problems with OBS is that I'm not now recording this, which means I've got to wait for it to finish publishing on YouTube before we can put the podcast out. Mm. But it won't take as long as it took last week because the podcast only came out on Thursday, unfortunately, last week. I, I will get it out tomorrow uh, at some point. I've just got to let it finish publishing first. That's all. Chris, that's you need all. to be kinder to yourself. I, I can't be kinder to myself. I, I'm self brain I've given myself a stomach ulcer. I'm not worried about it all. Oh, Christopher. I'm not even lying. Oh, have some fizz whiz. But I've got a great story, by the way, for the Patreon listeners. He's got something about a screw. Oh, I don't, mate! I, don't, I don't know. I didn't understand the message. A bit by by mentioning the screw. But oh, I do. Well. I've got a screw story. And <laughs> um, also, one more disclaimer, and then I promise I'll stop with the disclaimers, and we yeah. can just have a lot of fun. Uh, I wanted to do some trip reports today, but the camera that we normally use ah. has had to be replaced by the camera that we don't normally use, which is my phone, and. The, the trip reports are in my email account and I'm trying to get them on this one now. If I can get them, then I can do them. If I yeah. can't, then I can't. And Kravitz Scruff's report, or no, Joanne, uh, well, we've had one of the reports that's come through today. Yeah, jo- uh, Joanne. Is, is going to get read next week anyway because we've got a couple of others. We've got Aaron's and somebody else's as well mm-hmm. uh, to read through. So hopefully, when when I shut up in a minute and I let, you know, Lucy here do news and stuff, the things that you're really tuning in for, um, I'll just frantically look on my phone and see if I can fix this and get these emails up. Hey, some background information. Stephen uh, is from Ireland, but he's just working in Lebanon. Ah. And uh, Wits Wanderlust, uh, we're not Dutch, but we live in the Netherlands. Hey, 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 hey. It counts, people. (laughs) It counts, and the pin is going in the map. My mum's Australian, so what does that mean? And my dad's from Batley. Are they listening or watching? I hope not. In which case, it means absolutely nothing. Because I slagged them off a couple of weeks ago. Should we start with talking about things, then? Yes. Olé, olé, it's your time. All together. Tiki, 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 and Chris has gone for a orange and pineapple. I'm always orange and pineapple, all the way. Yeah. Right. It's my spirit drink. Disneyland Paris. <laughs> it oh, is, yeah. isn't it? It really is. Disneyland Paris. We're on it now. Good to know. It's taken us 13 minutes of a 60-minute podcast, but it's what, we're there. It's we're what there. people want. They want, they, want, they want that stuff. Right. Um, Disneyland Paris welcomes a new executive. Now, I don't know a lot about this, so I'm going to give you the exact wording of the DLP report Twitter thing. Exciting. So I am giving shout out to DLP report. 
for the info. No, it's the English account. We're all good. (laughs) Disney executive Rod Russell has joined Disneyland Paris as the new senior vice president of technology and digital, now under the Global Disney Parks International banner. Amongst his previous roles, he was the head of US guest experience technology, working on Magic Band, FastPass Plus, MaxPass and more. Now, Twitter was then a buzz with speculation. What does that mean? Does it mean we're getting magic bands? Does it mean this? No, 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 no. Not necessarily. This is just a, a cabinet reshuffle, as it were. But um, if they are sort of prioritising this kind of hiring and getting someone who was um, instrumental in those things, it might mean that they're wanting to ramp up the uh, technological capacity of the park, which I think is brilliant because do you know what since we've started this podcast they have got so much better like we spent the first year just moaning about line bertie and how dread and that was it that was all we had was line bertie basically um but now they're slowly getting other things and as much as we don't like to pay for premier access pass the fact that they've got it and that you can pay it online is um going to be very expensive in the not too distant future as well, isn't it? I think, isn't this period the most expensive it's been so far? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it, it's, yeah, because it's dynamic pricing, isn't it? What have you got there, Chris? He's going in. He's opening the Fizz Whiz. Going in with popping candy. Super loud. <laughs> you have to stop for me. Are you yeah, going to yeah. carry on? Lift your tongue to the microphone so we can hear it pop. I'm going to wait till I've got something really important to say and then put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So I don't think as fans we can glean any specifics from this other than the management is prioritising guest experience technology, um, which can only be a good thing. It probably means they're going to find new ways. Probably means they're going to find new ways of taking our money, basically. But if it it makes things run, they're going to find that anyway. And if they, they can smoothly take my money rather than clunkily take my money... All the better. Someone asked us on Twitter if uh, cash was still acceptable in the parks. Uh, Can you guys hear that? (laughs) That is so loud next to me. (laughs) It's super loud. (laughs) Yes, someone was asking about cash. Uh, Cash is, I I still use half and half, half cash, half Revolut card. So, yeah, still still a thing, cash. Oh, no, it's nearly finished now. John the says, worst thing about this stuff is that it stays in your ears for ages. John says, no, not the ASMR. I, I hate ASMR. I hate anything like that. Um, <laughs> and more and more adverts are using it. And, oh, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. It but, it, cringy, but it's become it? a thing now. And, and like adverti- advertisers are thinking, oh, this is great. We'll put more of that in, more sound effects. I can't bear it. I, I was going to get one of those omnidirectional microphones. Should we not do that then? I thought, so you I can thought hear we'd every... get one just, just swallow here. Through the last um, 20 years of being with Hugh, I've actually trained myself to eat quieter because he gets so upset about it. And sometimes I'll just eat in a different room if I'm eating something particularly mm. noisy food. She's, he, he hates it. She's getting there. She's I'm getting, getting there. I mean, you can't be utterly silent, but I'm, do, I'm doing my best. I mean, that's love for you. Anyway. I really enjoyed that. I feel very playful today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have you can mine. Tell I had a week off, got you. Oh no! I'll have mine in a bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel really pressure to have mine in a bit, and I was really looking forward to putting it on some kind of whip. Anyway, <laughs> hello, um, hello, also to uh, Kelfi and there was another and Diogo. I've sorted the emails out. It was Harrison James is the other um, 
trip report I'm going to read out. Fabulous. Right. I am excited about the next one. I'm excited. Monopoly. They've developed a Disneyland Paris Monopoly set. Now, you don't like board games. Could you get down with the game? I'm not coming off well in this show so far. I don't like the sound of you eating. I won't play board games with you. I won't get into the situation with the neighbours. You must be grumpy. I was just waiting for another opportunity to play that because Fix It Fox um, threw that in the chat a minute ago. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, in, In Lucy's vlogs, I'm I'm... I'm different than I am in my own videos. I'm more miserable in, in your videos. So I, I just don't think I come across well at all. I tend to not warn, warn him. And yeah. then just turn the camera and go, what do you think of this? Or sometimes and I'll, his first thought is usually... So, but sometimes I'll say something and then you'll go... And you'll stop me halfway through me saying it. And you'll go, hang on, hang on, hang on. And you get your camera out and I go... You're a very good moaner, though. You're a very good moaner. You get right you. to the root of the problem and you're amusing yes. when you moan. Yes, but what I will say about Hugh is that he does tend to find a silver lining in things as well. And so if you're do catching I? him in the moan... Yeah, you, 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 do, you do come round to things. You definitely do. You find the positives. Wow. You'll, you'll dwell on the negatives, without a doubt, but you will find the odd positive. Probably just to, to highlight the negatives a little bit no, more. No, I'm just a high-functioning moaner. Uh, I add the positive, but I don't mean it. <laughs> uh, but, but who is Nate says it's endearing Hugh <laughs> it's something thanks alright um, you're a spectacular Mona and I love it as it's an honest review spectacular wow. Mona yeah. I think you have to because I, I, I walk around Disney going oh it's all so amazing and perfect and I love it so it kind of needs you to keep it real we balance each other yeah, out we do, yeah we do it's like a little bit of um, salt with your tequila isn't it fire and but, ice but yeah. Monopoly, the problem with Monopoly is... Oh, Monopoly. Monopoly. As, as games go, Monopoly is the worst. It's not a good game. It's, it's not a good game. It's not an entertaining game. There's but no, if you could... There's no real skill involved, no involved in it. Big Thunder Mountain. I mean, that's slightly thrilling. It looks pretty, but I'd never get it out. We must have five or six different sets of Monopoly. <laughs> just because we've seen them over the years and the boys have wanted them or whatever. And we mm. never play any of them. Because any time you play them, what happens when you play Monopoly? You fight. Fit it, Fox. I have answers to that on my notes. Yes, you can have it by December because it's set to release on the 19th of October for annual pass holders and the 20th of October for everybody else. So that's like next week. That's 10 days away. It's going to be released in 10 and, days. And it being Monopoly, there's, there'll, there'll be a lot of them. They'll have Monopoly on them. And... Do you reckon they'll end up in the in the Disney store in the Disneyland Paris bits? Ah, uh, yeah, I imagine it will end up I on Shop Disney. So. I don't if, think you're going to have to go all the way to Disneyland. If things Paris like to get um, the Phantom Manor book and, and the Space Mountain book make it on there, even for short periods of time, I think it'd be. On I need something. to have another little look on that section because they do have good stuff and they've got mm. spirit jerseys and such, haven't they? Aaron's just naming board games now. Well, right, okay, willy nilly. <laughs> Uh, game of life. <laughs> game of life. <laughs> I want Disneyland Paris. Hung- Ticket to Ride would be the one, wouldn't it? Hungry hippos. The, the train. <laughs> like maybe I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know enough about board games to care. <laughs> Cluedo. That's a good one. I would, like, I'd like Disneyland Paris. Cluedo would be good. Like a theme park um, tycoon type computer games as a board game could be quite fun. But you need a lot of space, wouldn't you? Because you want to actually build the things. Building like, <clears throat> like you used to build Mousetrap, that kind of building. That's a really disappointing game as well, isn't it, Mousetrap? We just used to All you want build... is the whole thing set up to push yeah. it. no one actually wants to roll the dice and no. move the mouse. I've never played it, no. We, well, I've only built it. We had it around my Turned friend's the crank. house. And we, we literally just got it out and built the Mousetrap. We never played the game. That grape one always looked like more fun. What was that one called? 
where you had plasticine grapes and they moved around and it was a similar sort of concept and then mm. they were squashed. That was quite cool. Mm. The best game as a kid was always that haunted house one where you tried oh, to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I know that one. Oh, my grandma had it. It's great. Are we getting off subject again? Of course we are. I, it would be an interesting discussion what we do. if we were Phantom saying... Ma- that would be a phantom how would you ma- How yeah. would you make them Disneyland Paris games? There you go. You've got the answer to that one. Very um, good. Yeah. Uh I'm st- try- still trying to get hungry hippos to work, maybe with skulls and pirates of the Caribbean and something. It's, it's a small world skittles. So you just have lots of the little things in a ball and you have to knock them over. Screwballs scramble it's through small um, world. pirates of the Caribbean. Who? But you could do the hungry hippos in the small world as well because the hippo in it's small world. You could just it use is. that hippo. Emma says, has anyone played the Disney villains board game? Uh, I've got the Marvel one. Villainous. Villainous. I've got the Marvel one and uh, we were going to give it away as a prize. I think I mentioned it about 20 times and then when it came to actually doing it on the day, Lucas said, you can't give that away, that's mine. Mm-hmm. And we tried playing it and he hated it, but at the time he didn't know Marvel and now he's back to being interested in it, so we may give it a go. Hold the phone. Aaron's won. Do you want to know what he said? Indiana Jones, Screwball Scramble. Come well, on. I said Screwball Scramble, Pirates of the Caribbean, but no one was Oh, listening. did you? Oh, sorry. Oh. So, which is better? Indiana, Indiana yeah. Jones. Oh, right. Aaron wins. <laughs> it's the Aztec feel, it's got isn't the, it? Yeah, it's got the um, wobbly bridges and stuff. <laughs> oh, right. did you ever play that <laughs> Crystal Maze board game? Just thinking of Aztec. No. That was, uh, it was awful. Oh. That's all. That's all. I've got a copy of it at home. It's awful. A copy okay. of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a copy of it. Wakanda forever. So, um, the New York Comic Con has gone on. And Marvel have announced that they're going to do a little bit of synergy with the release of uh, the new Black Panther Wakanda Forever with the um, the the Disney parks that are allowed to do it. Remember that Disney World isn't allowed to do certain Marvel things. Mm-hmm. But it does mean, confirmed, that Disneyland Paris will be taking parts. So there's going to be um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever themed events, meet and greets and Ooh. such I suspect they're going to do a Black Panther-shaped uh, Nutella-filled shortbread. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> shortbread? Beyond that. Um, and also, they're the keeping up with the changes in character out there. So whoever the new... Oh, Huey. Mm. You're not as noisy as Chris. Is your saliva not as... I've only put a little bit in my... Oh, I, okay. I chucked it all in. All or nothing, baby. <laughs> um... Whoever the new Black Panther turns out to be, uh, I presume that they're going to update the meat accordingly. Mm. So. Mm. Mousetrap, by the way. Ratatouille. Of course. Ratatouille mousetrap. There so you go. still doesn't make it a good game, but the David theme Wilson works. Said, the theme works. Double would be an easy game. I was playing Double with the kids before I uh, stepped over to the other wing of, of Disney Street tonight. Played Harry Potter Double and original Double. We have a set of double cards and we never actually played them. You know, when kids invent... It's a invent- ridiculously easy game. Look at this. Magical Bassera says Glotinis have gone. No. <laughs> Just saying. Gone where? Telling you. That- <laughs> with, with I never had one as well. You never got... You've never... You've, I thought you... It's been you on my got around to it. It's been on my bucket list for literally five years since the twenty um, fifth anniversary when they were having them all blue and gorgeous, mm. and I was like, I want one of those. And we never just would. I don't drink either, so I would have drunk for that, like just as a novelty thing. But he was never like I was never in a situation. We're never sitting in bars and stuff where they sell them. It's a bit, it's a bit loose, is that? Isn't it? Um, 
They'll come back, won't they? Let's be honest, they're going to come yeah, back, aren't they? They will. They're too popular. It'll be supply chain some things, won't it? No I reckon. From, no call. Right. I, I, okay. I'm not 100%. I think I've missed a beat in this. If somebody wants to... Do you know what? What? <laughs> What? What? I look, I, I look watch... to me like I've just done something. What have I no, done? No, not at all. <laughs> I watch um, a history YouTuber who's a history teacher and he's called Mr. Beat. And I just thought that that was his teacher name and his surname was Beat. And I've only just said it out loud <laughs> and realised that's what it is. It's Mr. Beat. Oh, that's so much cleverer than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've watched Mr. Beat, haven't you? I miss Mr. Beat. Do you know, I didn't realise that uh, Mrs. Crabapple was Crabapple until I was about 32. I, I, I was 40 because I have just realised that. That's good, isn't it? This right. is what I have to live with, guys. <laughs> okay, get, <laughs> get back on the theme. Get back on the <laughs> I think I've Mr. Beat here somewhere because um, this week there was a Leave a Legacy event. Competition winners were invited to the Leave a Legacy event. Mm. Um, and in the Leave a Legacy event, uh, messages were, were recorded and then downloaded into the Quinjet. And then the competition winners got to go to this special after hours event. However, I'm not sure what the competition was or what the messages were or why, or why they're in the Quinjet. So I've missed all that. I can tell you all about the event. They all got button badges. They um they, they had an open house at the Pim Kitchen where they, were, they had a chef telling them all about the different recipes. Um, they were invited to go and look around the training centre when it wasn't in operation, look at all the Easter eggs and things. Spider-Man descended from on high holding a case um, that had all the digital messages in. And then before they went home, they were given lithographs and it sounds good, but I'm like... Is it not just a, like, like oh, a modern day time capsule? I think I think it is. I think I think that's what it is. But who who are the messages from and what's it about and and where was the competition and why don't I know about this? And will any of it matter when the world has burnt to a crisp uh, in millions of years? Are you not going <laughs> to grumpy that one, Chris? Come on, <laughs> that's not grumpy. That's shit. Oh, oh you, must you must be, be dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, dear. <laughs> Where are we? What's going on? It looked good, though. Mm. I would have gone. Uh, well, You were invited. <laughs> Ooh, Sarah, Sarah had a Halloween matcha cocktail Ooh. Uh, in, uh, in the skyline. Just saying. And I'll agree, mm. she'll agree that one wasn't great. Just for anyone else who's thinking of ordering the matcha cocktail... Oh. It does not come Sarah approved. Was, oh, sorry, I missed that bit. It wasn't great. Your one from Pim Kitchen was alright, wasn't it? It was. It was a mocktail, though. That was a mocktail. Oh, mocktail. What we're talking about mocktails. Oh, match a mocktail. Sorry, I read cocktail. Do you know what? They're reading stuff out from this chat, but they're reading it wrong. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the one in Pim Kitchen. You're grumpy now. Was um, it? It was good. It was good. It was fruity. It was novel, but Don't I kind of like stuff like that. And uh, since being a pretty much non-drinker, I have got very into mocktails. I like a good adventurous drink. I particularly like a virgin colada. We've, we've been drinking uh, the frozen slushy cocktails um, 
or, well, I eat them. I don't let them melt. I just, <laughs> I just eat them with a spoon. But uh, Lucy didn't realise until she had a couple, maybe even three, that they are alcoholic. <laughs> we had them on the, the show. They're very alka-poppy, though, if they are yeah. alcoholic. No, they don't they're, get, they're not giving you a kick. You, you feel it after a couple, maybe, but not really. It made mm. me pretty fresh when we had them on the show. Did yeah. it? Yeah. So fresh and so clean, clean. That was the... Infamous we, night when you drank. When I had a glass of wine for yeah. no and she said, Yeah, the, uh, ooh, I like wine. That night. That, that's the one. Yeah, it was going to be our third uh, T-shirt design. Oh, good grief. Right, I just, I, I'm feeling off the rails from the minute we started today. Well, you're going to keep dragging I've, it back. I felt so not, so not Disney for the last couple of weeks that I kind of needed this. So I'm, okay. I don't care if it's off the rails. To be honest with you, I just needed to be with some friends and just have a bit of a laugh and let, Yay. let my hair down because it's been very oh. stressful for me. So uh, I, I'm liking how disorganised this is today. Off the rails. Um, <laughs> hotel partnerships end. Oh, can yeah. we talk about that? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Talk about it. But so this might, is, it might uh, be a bit of a rant if I do talk about it. This is, uh, this is. I mean, are they called the same in Paris? Are they still called good neighbour good neighbor hotels? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're called partner. <coughs> Talk without me. I don't know. You, I, I don't know. I call them. Right, they were called partner I, places. I call them good neighbour hotels because I'm just familiar with the term. I, th- I have a feeling they're just called our partner hotels mm-hmm. or something like that. Partners, I don't yeah. think they've got a catchy name. No. Um, but basically, for if people don't know what we're on about, Radisson Blue, Dream Castle Hotel and the Grand Magic Hotel that used to be Magic Circus. That's Did been it? used to be Magic Circus? <laughs> <laughs> Chris is referencing a, a guy in a Facebook chat leave who was leave just it. like really, talk about really pedantic about it, wasn't he? He was like, that's, um, that's I might talk about hours. it If you want to know what's got Chris like breathing heavily down your microphone, you need to become a Patreon and listen to his after hours rant. We, we get re- we get really bitchy after in the extra magic time because we kind of know it's not public so we can talk about things. Fix it, Foxes. Can we have a T-shirt design that says Nicholas Cage on it? Please, <laughs> you can you do that? Please. With oh. me gurning next to it. Yeah, Lucy, do your impression of Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Just... Cage. Nicholas Cage. That's it. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Okay. Bringing it back, bringing okay, it back. Yeah. So those uh, three hotels that I've just mentioned are no longer partner hotels of Disneyland Paris. They can therefore no longer be booked via the DLP website and no longer offer the shopping service or the Disney Express. Now, the the reason will be wow. there'll be some financial arrangement where they pay a certain amount and, and Disney will have been negotiating and it will have fallen through and they don't anymore. Um... The thing is, the experience you get, I, the shopping delivery thing, if you use it, all right, that's a problem. We didn't use it. Um, the Disney Express, is this the actual shuttle that takes you to the... The park. The park. Yeah, I guess so. There's a shuttle bus that goes around all of the partner hotels. And is that the Disney Express? Yeah. That's... No, yes, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. the. Think, well, that's what... Well, that's what I read and understood from those messages was that... that because That's the one from the shop. airport is the magical doodad. The magical doodad. Magical oh, we're doing really well okay. today. Magical yeah. shuttle or something. Two magical birds, express. magic bus. Um, but the thing Every is, that's really key. bad. Because I was going to say, just book the bus. Brings me just book it on. Chris is high on this fizz whiz. I know. It's he like is. kids after <clears throat> skills. He's gone crazy. Um, <laughs> I my first thought was. No biggie, just book it on Expedia. It'll probably be cheaper. However, 
you won't get your ticket deals, will you? Mm -hmm. That was the first thing. Mm -hmm. Shopping service, uh, but mm -hmm. if they take away that shuttle, that's really kneecapping those hotels. I mean, they're going to have well, to produce yeah. their own. They're, they're going to have to club together and mm. run their own, basically, because that's the. It's not Uber. To, it's a really inconvenient distance where you wouldn't want to be paying for an Uber and taking up loads of traffic on the roads because it's only five minutes down the road. We pay but for you a also taxi. you can't really walk there because <clears throat> it's just it's not pedestrianised. Mm -hmm. So it's it's just kneecapping them. You paid for a taxi, but you did it first thing in the morning the with I mean, suitcases. Oh. Yeah, what's it called? That Grand hotel? Magic Hotel. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, <coughs> but you had, you were changing hotels, you had suitcases, and it was very first thing in the morning, yes, it like was. 6 a.m. We, we wanted to get checked into the uh, into Sequoia Lodge so we could get in for EMT, or as near as, or at least make use of some of it, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jill mate. Johnson is saying Magic Shuttle still going to Magic Castle and there is still a shuttle bus. Guess where we are going in three days? Um... Sainsbury's. Thing is, I mean, th there's people who've booked up to a year out and I'm struggling to see how they can take away a service quite like that. Mm. And I don't think it'll be gone in three days, by is, the way. This is what a lot of the, um, the chat pages are saying on Facebook that, you know, it's, the, people have already booked these things. Mm. So the bookings that are already there should still be honoured. They're just not offering the deals anymore, I guess. Well, David says, uh, if you go to the Grand Magic website now, there's a pop-up straight away to tell you there is still a shuttle. All right. They're yeah. running their own. So In which case, fine. Don't pay Disney the money. <laughs> and But, I mean, it's tough, isn't it? Because that's advertising. It's a really strange move, though, doesn't it? Overall, mm. it seems like, why, why would you do that when their own hotels are, like filled to the rafters pretty much all the time anyway mm. it seems like another way to get people in so why would you I, don't, I just don't get it why so the pop up here as soon as you go to the website <clears throat> it says shuttle information we inform you that the hotel has free shuttles has free shuttles service for the Disney parks every day between 8am and 11pm good so they do so, yeah and they've but, obviously felt the need to get that on there I mean well, what yeah. what worries me more Thanks, David. is um, that worries me on behalf of those hotels is they're not going to be advertised I mean if you book into someone like Magic Breaks Thomas Cook and all those kind of things they will still have these kind of hotels in their brochures won't mm -hmm. they they will Jill says if not nine, year, uh, nine euros each way for an Uber that's yeah, true. That's still cheaper than your premier access if you want to do a single ride. That's true, <laughs> and it's annoying, and it's 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 a bit more money. But the thing is, I don't like the idea of however many families can stay in those three massive hotels, Ubering every day. I think that's just terrible for the environment, the traffic, and just ev everything. Basically, I just um. And, but they're saying they're still running shuttles. And if the hotels are now fine. running their own shuttles, then that implies costs will probably go up as well, doesn't it? So. Mm. Well, who, let's watch this space, shall we, and see what happens next. It's going to be a roller coaster. Oh, Disney. They just, they don't like other people to eat, eat crumbs, do they? You know what I mean? Um, there's this thing with, you know... I blame et, that new guy. Etsy. <laughs> um, with the rise of Etsy came the rise of like handmade t-shirts and ears and all these various different things where you could personalise things. And people were coming up with really quirky little sayings to put on their t-shirts. And in response to that, and this was actually, this is a few years ago now, but this was referenced in like a 
an earnings call or something, Disney put an entire department on making their own Etsy-style T-shirts so that they could sell them for $45 a pop. And the thing is, Etsy is run by independent people in the living room just trying to make a living. And it's, I mean, it's... It's fine. Just buy them where you want to buy them and you be ethical shoppers. And if you want to buy them from Etsy, I recommend you do that and that's great. But it just shows. They look around and they go, there's people eating crumbs off our table. We can't have it. We need those crumbs. And it it, it just, it always, it, it always feels icky. It's crazy though, isn't it? Because every single thing like that is advertising for yeah. them anyway. They, they, it benefits them in the long run. And yeah. the more open to that they are, the more people would, would appreciate Disney as a brand in general, so it yeah. just seems crazy to me. Wasn't there some kind of pop-up shop that was doing um, Disney bounding clothing? Can you remember that? Uh, Something like in the that. Village. I can't remember where it was. It might have, might, might have been in the States, I'm not sure, but um, mm. it's like, that's not the point. The point is you go out and you find them in charity shops or thrift stores, Yeah, um, and you don't just buy them from a shop that's got like rows of coloured t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit strange. But it's it they they just try to get on any little bit they can. Anyway, this is like this isn't even stopping people getting crumbs off the table. It's actually shoving people off the table. This isn't it. Tis somewhat. And we recommend these hotels. We've never stayed in Radisson, um, but we recommend the other two are run by the same company, and we've both stayed in Magic Circus that is now Grand Magic. Stay tuned for Chris's rant. Ah. Grand magic. Eh? Um, and yeah, uh, we recommend them. So we're advertising them right here, right now. Uh, but no, it's it's just it's a bit of a funny move. There'll hmm. be there'll be money involved though. No, not money. Surely not. Mm. <laughs> oh well, that's the end of my news, people. So um, you have uh, trip people, don't you? I do. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can play the jingle. I haven't done this for a while. Have I? Ooh. Audience trip roundup. Well, we've got two audience trip roundups today. But before I show that, I just wanted to very quickly show uh, Mark Chester has already had part of his uh, his prize from the um, uh, charity do because but he he won some coasters from Bob, and I just wanted to hold them up to show you the picture, which you can't see because it's not going to work. Let's have a look. Come on, come on, come on, come on. There you go. There we go. Look at that. It's all a bit blurry, but you can get an idea. So that's his six coasters that he won. Beauty and the Beast coasters. Yeah. Are they all Beauty and the Beast? They are, yeah. Very I think good. he said it's Majuli's favourite Disney film. <laughs> so, so, uh, Majuli. So that's why, yeah. And I've put the phone down now, but I still need to read. Oh, we're getting some more popping candy now. Excellent. So I have a couple of trip reports today. Um, I know, by the way, that there are others that probably go back ages, and I'm really sorry. I feel like the time's past at the moment and I will try and go back through and see which ones I haven't done. I've mm. tried to mark them off. So one of them's for the 25th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's for the opening day. <laughs> it's been that long. So first off, I've got a trip report from Aaron. And Aaron says, hey everyone, I had an absolutely amazing time uh, singing at Disneyland Paris last weekend and wanted to share a trip report. This trip was with the choir I sing in, so a lot of our time was spent in workshops with Disney Performing Arts and performing on the Videopolis stage. I haven't read this. I'm reading this fresh, fresh, uh, but it's two weeks old, so not that fresh. Uh, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> doesn't it? I, I felt 
Um, I always thought it looked really interesting. The first time we went, there was the like a little a dance troupe doing stuff there. I just think, what what a great idea, getting everybody on stage and stuff. Quite cool. Uh, uh, also, this sorry. is a bit of a lengthy. But sorry, I'm getting distracted because they're pointing at stuff. We're over passing here. notes. Yeah. Not in my class. <laughs> uh, also, this is a bit of a lengthy one, so apologies in advance. Now then, uh, just a quick disclaimer: they're always lengthy ones. Everyone always sends us lengthy ones. Um, and I never have the time to cut them down. So if you get bored of listening to me talk, um, when it's your turn, write a short one. But I'm still going to read them all. <laughs> we left Manchester Airport early morning on Friday 11th of probably February or something. <laughs> oh, no, I only sent it on Sunday, so, so it'd be last month. All right. <laughs> our plane was delayed by about 30 minutes due to heavy fog, but we got to Charles de Gaulle in time for our transfer and arrived in Sequoia Lodge around 1.30. The staff were very friendly and got us checked in very quickly, and then we dropped our luggage off in the storage, in the storage room. We were in the parks by about 2.15, and after a couple of photos, I headed straight to Pirates. Good choice. Good going. It's a family tradition to go on Small World first, same. Yeah, us too. But that's uh, but since that's closed, I had to make do with the closest. Do you know what? Our first ever ride in the Disneyland Park was um, was Pirates. So that is my, that's my favourite to go to first, even though I always think we go on Small World first. We don't. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah I had to make it the closest boat ride with an annoying catchy song <laughs> it'll do um, the app said the queue was around 25 minutes which I'd usually never do for pirates as it can be much shorter but I did this time after about 15 minutes the work lights came on then the announcement that it was being evacuated and my hopes of keeping up the tradition crumbled this is someone who's been evacuated on Pirates of the Caribbean and got to perform on the Videopolis stage in one visit that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe that was a little dramatic. I was a bit disappointed, and Pirates didn't open again till the evening, so I wandered Main Street, got to the white chocolate... <laughs> so I wandered Main Street crying. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <clears throat> uh, got to the white chocolate and raspberry 30th anniversary cookie, then went to Ooh. meet the rest of my choir, who was just arriving at the train station. Once everyone was sorted and bags dropped off, I headed back to the park and happened to get a great spot at the plaza to watch Dream and Shine Brighter. I'm sorry, I'm really bummed up. When today. you said they arrived at the train <clears throat> station, I imagine them all like, coming down from like there was somehow on the train that goes around the park I don't think it was that one no okay <laughs> I'm not sure where they would have got on but yeah um, I didn't watch most of this last time and now I really regret it it's such an awesome show all the characters were super interactive with the people watching and the music's great Ready for the Ride is possibly the most catchy song ever I walked over to Phantom Manor afterwards and people were still singing it I walked through the gates to Phantom Manor looked to my left and Pluto was there meeting his in his um, Phantom Manor costume with a very small queue so of course I had to run around there and meet him he was super fun to meet even as a 22 year old run, walking around DLP mostly on my own there's something so magical about meeting your favourite characters and the cast members are always brilliant I headed over to the Avengers campus after this and we had a dinner reservation at Pim Kitchen Captain America Sam Wilson was stood by the Quinjet as we entered and the Guardians of the Galaxy dance show was on with Star-Lord and Gamora my nose is literally closing up as I speak. What's, What's happening to you? Are you be- I'm just full of cold. Are you becoming ill? <laughs> oh, you're already ill. I'm full of cold, but you know you know when you've got a cold, as the night wears on, your nose becomes more and more bumpy. It's always worse up, at it's night. Just, it's just that it's after nine o'clock and it's just, it's just <laughs> setting in for the night. 
Uh, the campus feels super welcoming and comfortable and draws you to explore. I was really, really impressed with all the detail they put in. I really hope they keep building on this with new areas of the studios. If they do, it'll become a really magical place to go. And it shows the rest of the studios up. It all feels even more dead than before once you've been into the campus. We loved it in there, didn't we? Yeah, and um, it is small and welcoming and, you know, you want to sort of look around it, but uh, both people said, oh, it's, it's claustrophobic and, you know, it should be bigger and grander. I like it. It's <clears throat> small. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, the queue for Flight Force was uh, around 20 minutes, so we headed there first. The queue itself was the best part, theming-wise, agreed. The yeah. Iron Man animatronic in the pre-show was super cool, moves really realistically and had me in absolute awe. I went into this with my expectations at rock bottom after hearing the reviews, after hearing our reviews. <laughs> well, let's find <clears> out. General consensus with the group I was with was, one, it was very dark. Two, the screens looked awful. Yeah. Three, the track itself is brilliant, and we didn't agree that, that it felt rough at all. Side note, Rock and Roller Coaster was my all-time favourite coaster, so maybe I'm biased. Uh, four, the soundtrack and the ride was lacklustre. <laughs> uh, I hope the rumours that they're closing the ride to improve it are true because it really needs it. Yeah. We all still enjoyed it and I would go on it again, but mostly for the track. I'd agree with that. As, that's what as we a said. roller coaster person, I would go back on it quite happily. That, that's what we said I as we came off. I would go back on for the track. I'm a theming person and I know I know as coasters go, it, it, it's a good track, but it just cues and, and baby swap. I know she's not a baby anymore, but she won't be going on it. I'd be like, Hugh, go fill your boots. I'm not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that bit for me when you when you shoot off at the start and you're going up and you just keep going <laughs> until you've gone over that that for me because I'd never done any inversions before mm. it was amazing it was absolutely amazing so I, I automatically I mean I, I came out smiling you guys yeah, were like did. well that was a bit naff and I did think it was naff because it was dark and the, the screens were you couldn't even see the screens and get what was going on at all yeah. But Emma but Sylvester has it. summed it up. She said, I enjoyed Flight Force until I went on Hyperspace Mountain again and realised how good it could have been. That's... I wish I'd been on Hyperspace Mountain. Yep. <clears throat> um, okay. We then had into Tower of Terror as it was nearby and had a short enough time to still make our dinner reservation. That one will always be a favourite and the cast are brilliant every time. Pim Kitchen was very nice and I'd definitely book again if other pe- if other people I was with wanted to go. The staff checked allergies beforehand and told us what was off limits per person. Just the mango from the fruit salad for me. Mango whip is forbidden. <gasps> really? Oh. Aaron, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Aaron. That's interesting. Some of the food was hit and miss, but even as a very picky eater, I found plenty that I enjoyed. The desserts were delicious, especially the pear crumble paired with the blue custard, and we tried a bit of each. I did take your warning about the raspberry coolie and put only a small amount on my onto my dessert. That's what I wanted to do as well, Lucy. <laughs> Keep pouring it. Keep pouring it. I'm filming. It's for video. It was content. It's for it video. Content. It's yeah, all what content. What do you think of this? <laughs> it's all content. Um, we headed back to the main park after dinner and just about caught the drone show from the end of the main st- of Main Street. Then walked down Liberty Arcade to watch the Illuminations. I've watched Illuminations a couple of times now, but this was the first time I caught the Disney Delight. It was too windy last time, and it was very impressive and had me crying just a little. Once the show had finished, we remembered that the Avengers campus was open for another hour, so we headed over to do web adventure. That's a lot of back and forth, isn't it? It's a small... Oh, Strong legs. Yeah. It's a small world after all. <laughs> I was going to say it's a small part, though, but no, they've been back to the park now, mm. haven't they? Yeah, that is, yeah. Mind you, when I'm doing it, I've got two little kids in tow, so that, that does feel like a long way with them. Mm. We've tramped a few times, haven't we? But we've always regretted it because it's, it's an empty 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, and there's other things you can do. Anyway. Headed over to the web adventure, he said. Um, uh, 
I didn't know what to expect with this one, but I loved every minute. That first thwip of my wrist got me so excited. I totally agree with you. I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised at how accurate you could be with the webs, and the 3D effects worked super well. I did come out with very achy elbows to the point where my inner elbows were bruised, so maybe try a little bit too hard to be Spider-Man, but it was 100% worth it. It, it <laughs> messed my ri- wrists up for a week. I ended up going for an X-ray. <laughs> Well, well, you had. I had. I'd already an, had an existing issue. <laughs> I had an existing issue, but I was just kind of putting up with it. And then after that, I thought I can't put up with this anymore, and I had to go to the doctors and book an X-ray. Um, but that really just finished me off doing that. Did you pull a face um, when they said about how accurate they were? Because if you did, I thought the good, no, to, the, the good, the good to a degree, but then they do seem to go in like one of a certain number of directions. It felt like. I don't know, I scored a really high score, so it seemed to work quite well for me. <laughs> and, well, I didn't score a high score because I was really slowly, like at first seeing where they went and going, oh, this is good. And then I realised, oh, we're competing against each other. Well. Because I was <laughs> messing my wrists up. I did get into trouble with Laura the second time we went on because, um, just thinking of these 3D effects working well, because I kept saying, boy, you don't need to do anything in this, but you just have to wait till we get to the next screen. And Laura's like, it's not a screen. No, <laughs> screen. no. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that word. <laughs> we started off the next day with breakfast at around 7.30 at the Sequoia Lodge. It was delicious and set us up for a really cool day. I used my EMT for Phantom Manor and the cast really kicked it up a notch with telling stories about... I can't even say it. About Mummy Ravenswood before the pre-show. I think because they're less busy in the mornings, they can spend a bit more time developing characters, etc. Yeah, they... Yeah, they haven't been. They haven't had their souls destroyed by punters yet. <laughs> After that, I went to meet the rest yes. of the choir in the Disney Village yes. and spent the morning punters. in a workshop with some of the staff from Disney Performing Arts. This was mostly fo- focusing on performance and storytelling through movement, and really helped us bond as a group. Being from many different locations across London and one in Manchester, a lot of us didn't know each other super well, but we always come together great for these workshops and performances. It's so cool to be able to get a backstage look at how their performances work and always a privilege to work with them. You should try and get your dance school doing that. It, yeah, honestly, it's um, there's loads of companies that take uh, dance schools and things to go and perform and I've considered it, but I don't want to mix work and pleasure. Don't want the responsibility. I, I don't think I, I would enjoy it. I don't think I would enjoy no, being responsible for all those kids and, and the rehearsals. True. And it, It's my happy place. I don't need to take... My students. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, students. I love you. Poor students. I know. Uh, once the workshop was over, yeah, I, I love you, the... but only during work hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Between the hours of three and nine, I love you to bits. <laughs> once the workshop was over, I headed to Hotel New York for a pin trading event. Oh, you told us you went to the pin trading event the other week. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten about that. I was a little late to check in, but someone checked me into the side and gave me everything I needed. Inside the event was very overwhelming. I didn't get a good look at the food on offer, but did pick up one of the 30th anniversary cakes and a couple of macarons, which were both delicious. The seating layout was a big round table. (laughs) I'm just laughing at macarons because uh, you get very frustrated when people call them macaroons. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) 
The seating layout was a, was big round tables similar to, similar to at a wedding, which made it very difficult to find a seat that wasn't surrounded by a group of people. Very few people spoke English, which I was expecting. But was re- what really shocked me was how serious everyone was about their pins. Yeah, most people had them <laughs> yeah. in their display packaging, and nobody considered trades without that, which I personally don't see the point in. Surely you're not enjoying your pins if they stay like that. I went to the public trading boards. One was for limited edition pins only and the other for any others. I picked out a Phantom Manor themed pin and offered a handful of my traders for the cast members to choose from for the board. She pointed at one of them and said, that's not going on the board. We only put good ones on here. Oh my goodness. What just, this is time and time again, this, this happens. I have down with this. If you go to Walt Disney World, get a load of pins off ebay trade them you're gonna have a brilliant time just don't do that at disneyland paris you have to go on with like i imagine you know those those adjustable things that jewelers use they make you goggles. feel dirty don't they? <laughs> they, do. they, they look at it and they go no it's like did you use that analogy that it's like pretty woman when she goes into those designer shops uh yes <laughs> yeah and yeah yeah so so you go back with your like your best pins and you're like yeah. uh, i can trade here but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. I need to get that limited edition Disneyland one that I swapped like a a a, a stormtrooper egg for this like amazing limited edition thing. I need to go on and show that. Stormtrooper egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rubbish. It was like That's the, most, like the bottom of the barrel. Is it that, was the most it? lopsided trade you've ever seen in your life. And at Disney, Walt Disney World, no one cares. They just give you the pin. Was that the one that they just put out? Yeah. She just put it out, and you're like, and you're like, is that is that for trading? What was it? Encanto? No, it was no. a Disneyland anniversary. Oh, it's it was like massive and it had moving bits on oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, which shocked me a bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was a language issue and she didn't and she just didn't know the words in English to make it sound more polite but it came across as really rude and condescending and really discouraged me I stayed until my number for the limited edition pins was called bought them then headed out I was quite disappointed in the event as a whole and probably won't be going back to another but I'm glad I did it so I know what it's like I'm glad you did I it because cool. I don't think I'm going to do one I always said I want to do one yeah. if I'm there when they're on I'm glad you did that I think if you approach that um, like we did in Prague when we were warned that the uh, the way the service, the service was, was going to be bad, <laughs> it was funny. If you approach it thinking, right, they're going to think my pins are garbage. This is going to be a good laugh. Then I think you'll enjoy it, honestly. Rather yeah. than going up there nervously and being like, "Is this good enough?" I think just be prepared, and it could be hilarious. Did it could be totally piss on your chips. Aaron's just, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, like, you just swallowed. You just swallowed. Is that, is that a swallow? Is that a swear? Well, think back to what you said. <laughs> Look very carefully for the swear Think word. about it, yeah. He's only wee-wee. Well, well, that's not what you said, though, is it? Hilda says, <clears throat> Hilda says, swear. She just, no. just says swear. <laughs> She's correcting <laughs> her above thing. Cause she put- <laughs> She's still right, though. <laughs> Hilda was just like you swear right I sweat DLP is so snotty about pin trading and then she corrected herself way to ruin something fun I swear DLP is well, so the timing snotty. the timing there Hilda was impeccable <laughs> swear um, Aaron Aaron's just said in the chat that they want to say that it was um, there were all 100% legitimate pins from Shop Disney it was just because it was a cheap one from a blind bag yeah <clears throat> <laughs> Those are the ones you want to get rid of, the ones from the blind bag. But that's the whole um, point of it, isn't it? Yeah. The whole point of it is there's ones that you don't want, so you're going to get rid of them. Yeah. And they've got the good ones there, 
So you want to trade for him, and you, you are supposed to be trading up. You don't surely. buy amazing <clears throat> limited edition pins to just go and trade them. And can I give you this them. really good pin, Disney, mm. for that for that one there that's not quite so good, please? <laughs> Hilda, that's how it should work. It's Hilda says, "I just love that I got a live shout out." <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fangirl, and that's the best way to to, to do it is through a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, but they should accept everything because eventually, at some point, some idiot kid who's too little to know any better is going to want that stamp stormtrooper egg. <laughs> so True. it's all fair game. True, and it's part of a set. It's, it's, there, there was a whole load of Star Wars eggs. Someone I'm collecting needed, eggs. Someone needed that Stormtrooper egg. Yeah. I've lost my pay. Ah, oh, there we go. After dropping off my stuff at the hotel and taking an hour or so to unwind, I headed to the main park and watched Dream and Shine Brighter again. This time I stood at the edge of the plaza where characters were walking past and gave tons of interaction and do a bit of shopping. I definitely bounced around the place more than I expected because my next stop was drinks with a couple of friends in Skyline Bar back at Hotel New York. Wow, you really are going backwards and forwards a lot. The staff there were lovely and happily made my mocktail, the Orange Fusion Reactor, without mango when I asked. And the theming was really impressive. I'll definitely be back there next time. I headed back to the main park after that and went on Hyperspace Mountain, Star Tours, and finally on to Pirates. So on this day, let me just work this out. You started off at Phantom Manor, Oh, you went from Sequoia to Phantom Manor. You then went over to uh, the studios and went around Avengers Campus. Then you went back to Tower of Terror. Then you went to Pim Kitchen. Then you went back to the main park. Then you went from the main park back to um, Web Web Adventure in the studios. Then you went to the pin trading event in Hotel New York. Then you went back into the park. Then you went back to Hotel New York. And now you're back in the park again. I wish you'd had... Um, well, we I we use map my run when we well I do, um, when we go for runs to track your map. I want to see you doing that. I want to see the shape that you have made. I bet you've made a pentagram. Web Adventures was the end of the first day. All oh, right, good. Phew. <laughs> uh, we were concerned, Aaron. Yeah, that, that seemed were... like a lot. Uh, I got to the plaza uh, hurt, about hurt an hour legs. beforehand for the fireworks, and uh, was right at the front of the crowd, so no issues there. Oh, I like. Did you did you rope drop to fireworks that day? Did you? Kudos if you did. That's a good heavy day, that. Second day was workshop and pin trading. Lol. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the workshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. As well. uh, for EMT on the third day, I planned to head over to Big Thunder Mountain, which said it had a 15-minute queue as I walked through the entrance. After standing there for about 30 minutes, sadly, I had to turn back as I had to be back at the village for 8.45, which was a shame. We had another workshop for most of the morning, then performances at 2 and 3. Once the performances were done, we stayed to chat with DPA for a while, then headed out to enjoy our last few hours in the park. I headed to the studios to watch Mickey and the Magician, which was absolutely incredible, then to Stark Factory to get some food before heading off. Stark Factory was very quiet when I went in, which is great. I had the Pomodoro pasta and the Thor dessert, and both were lovely. I really loved the theming in there and enjoyed walking around exploring before heading off to pick up my bags. I loved it. In, you didn't go into Stark? No, I didn't go in. To the Stark Factory, no. did you? Next time. It's great, and mm. it was it was big and empty when I went in as well, and mm. yeah, it's ace. <laughs> Overall, this trip was in- absolutely incredible, and while there were a couple of snags, they were more than made up for by the incredible atmosphere, kindness of staff, and the magic they created for us every day. I've booked for November choir trip when we're in Let's Sing the Christmas to kick off the festive season, so I'm very much looking forward to that. It was great to see some of the Halloween decorations while we were there. I definitely I, I definitely need to go back in October at some point too. Here's one of the videos. Oh, right. So then just give me some videos as well, but I don't have any of that stuff here at the moment and some, and some photographs as well that they sent, which I haven't 
sorted out either. Um, thank you so much for the podcast. It's one of the highlights of my week and definitely helped me prepare for this trip and many more to come. I'll attach a couple of my favourite photos below too. Well, they said they're going back in like three weeks or something. November. Oh, I'm so jealous of all these people going to Disneyland Paris. But I'm really glad that we're getting these reports. It prompts discussions. And I'm glad you told us about the pin trading. Like, genuinely, it's a real bugbear of mine how different that is. Chris holds up a picture of fireworks. <gasps> Always a good picture. Oh. Uh, it's gone very quiet now, hasn't it? You it has. It, uh, it is, uh, by the way. End of the show time. I know. So, wow. oh, maybe we'll have to save. Uh, yes, the next. Aaron's. There we go. There's, there's a very, a very bleached, bleached out Aaron. Of Aaron and uh, and Pluto. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, um, right. Well, I'm just, I'm just going to rip off the bandaid, guys, because we could keep talking about these things forever. So I'm yeah. just going to say thank you very much for joining us. Oh, and um, I have to figure out how to end this now because I don't, I can't do the normal ending. I can play the music probably. Can I play the music? I don't know if I can play the music. Oh, How geez. about we just fade so out pressure. on Chris doing I, this? I, no, where's the theme tune? There must be a theme tune. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, fade to Here we go. You've been great. <sighs> I've been Lucy. These have been the boys. Bye bye. Peace. <laughs>